Well, everyone's up for the FA Cup this weekend. Um, it's a sellout. How much are you looking forward to the, the occasion? But also, there's a job to be done. You want to try and win the match. Yeah, look, looking forward to hope. Uh, hopefully repeating the atmosphere we had, obviously, in the home leg against West Ham. Um, and, and obviously doing everything we can to achieve that level of performance again. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's obviously a, an exciting moment for, for the club, for the lads. And, yeah, we're best prepared and ready to go. Presumably, you get confidence from the performance and the result against West Ham in the previous round. Yeah, you have to. I think you have to you take the belief, the, you know, like you said, the confidence. Um, not necessarily confidence in the result, but the confidence in our performance level. Because, you know, across the two legs against West Ham, you know, we, for me, I thought we, we hit a really high level and merited the, you know, the outcome of progressing. So I think that's what you have to take the confidence from, the way we work, the preparation, you know, the, the ability to focus for such long periods. Um, and the bravery to go and take the, take the game to them a little bit. I think that was, you know, what, what impressed me most from the lads in the second leg. You saw it out on Saturday. You haven't had a lot of time on the training ground with the players in, in recent weeks. And of course, this is a Friday night. It's not been the best weather. What, what have preparations been like this week? Yeah, we obviously had a, the additional replay match. So I think, you know, we had a heavy period. And next week after you know, Friday, we've again got another heavy, heavy period with the Friday, Tuesday, Friday. So we gave the lads Sunday, Monday off and then trained Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, yesterday, uh, it was extremely wet and windy up here. But we managed to, you know, get some decent work into the guys, and then again today, um, slightly better conditions. But I've, I've had the opportunity to you sort of, you know, get some, some real solid work, which we've not been able to do a huge amount. So, you know, hopefully we see the benefits of that Friday. And in terms of team news, how's the squad looking going into Friday's match? Yeah, obviously a couple of forced changes that will have to happen. You know, with um, Twine obviously being cup tied and Joe being suspended. So, um, apart from that, with clean bill of health, everybody seems in a good spot. Um, uh, yeah. All good. Um, you're going to miss Joe, aren't you? How, how impressed are you with his his form since coming to the club? Um, of course, he's one of the players whose contracts up in in the summer. Um, how impressed have you been with him? Joe, Joe's been great. Been really pleased with him. I think you know not not just his recent performances on the pitch, but you know, even when he wasn't playing, you know, his what, what he brings in terms of a bit of bite to the group, his level in training, how he applied himself when he wasn't in the team was excellent. And, you know, obviously his performance level speaks for itself since he's been in the team. Um, so I've been delighted with Joe, he's been massive. But at the same point, I think, you know, I have to, what I don't want to do is overlook, you know, the impact that Tails and Jamo have had as well. Um, and I think what we've done a good job of at times is kind of, you know, Tails has stayed in the team and he's had a good run of form. And obviously we've then changed it. Jamo has been in and had a good run of form and we've run games and we've changed it. And again, I think that what we need in the squad and what's important is that, that healthy competition. And that when people get the opportunity or when people are called upon that, you know, they can sustain the level that the guys have shown. And I don't know if it was an easy decision to put Scott straight into the starting lineup last week. Of course, he scored, justified, but he won't play on Friday. So it's an opportunity for someone to take his place and, and impress. Yeah, and that's, I, I think you need that in a, in a successful squad. I think you need that competition. So uh, I, I sat with Anis. Obviously, Anis came out, but Anis had done well. Um, you know, went with, went with Twiney at the weekend. It felt right, but obviously... You know, got his goal and you know caused a real uh, problem for them. I thought on set pieces, and you know obviously I'm sure you know Anis is going to be an important part, and we'll get another opportunity. And then it's then on Anis to you know to, to come in and you know deliver. I think you know step up and, and have impact. And you know he's, he's shown he can do that, um, and that's what competition does. It you know hopefully it drags each other's level higher and higher. Nottingham Forest, their priority is the Premier League. What are you expecting from them on Friday night? Blackpool gave them two tough games, didn't they, in the last round? Yeah, we've watched a fair bit of them. I think, you know, completely different to what we faced against West Ham. I think, you know, when you look at, you know, they've got some real physicality, some real pace in the side. Um, 
you know, I think uh, when you look at it, obviously well organised as uh, as you'd expect from any Premier League side. But again, I think that physicality that they, that they can bring in terms of you know whether it be direct or whether it be you know getting the ball wide and getting at you, I think they carry some real threats. Um, and again, I think in terms of us, we're going to have to be at our maximum level in order to you know to compete and to get the outcome we want. Yeah, Chris Wood had a very brief but influential loan spell at Bristol City once upon a time. Um, what kind of physicality does he bring to Nottingham Forest if he plays? Yeah, I think he obviously is, uh, you know, in terms of, he's not just a, a target man. I think he's a lot more than that. If you look at it in terms of, you can play into him and he can he can hold it up and bring others into play with quality. And then, you know, the threat he carries in and around the box, obviously, especially aerially, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's obviously had an extremely... Uh, you know, high-level career and someone that brings a threat. So we have to make sure that we deal with him as we do, you know, their other key players. West Ham was one of the, if not the highlights of the season to beat Nottingham Forest on Friday. What could that do for your season and FA Cup run beating a second Premier League side? Yeah, obviously, bring another game. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it, uh, of course, it would, yeah, it would give a buzz to everybody. I'm, I'm you know, extremely clear. I know that, you know, the energy off the back of the West Ham game was incredible, but... Again, it's very much game for game for me. People get bored of me saying it, I think, but it is, you know, the second we finish that, we then have another game on Tuesday, so we can't think too far ahead of that, really. So, of course, I want people to enjoy moments, you know, the special moments, things that people remember, things that I'll remember, but I think, you know, go in, give everything we can um, on Friday, commit everything to, you know, trying to get the outcome we want, and we'll assess after. And the FA Cup seems to suit Tommy Conway. How key is he on, on Friday night? The big matches really seem to bring out the best in him. Yeah, Tom, Tommy's in a decent you know, run of form, to be fair, even at the weekend. If you look at Twiney's goal, it's, again, him pressing and obviously causing, put, putting the centre-back under pressure, regaining it, and obviously having the shot that Twiney scores off. So again, I think he's, you know, he's, I spoke about him recently a few times. He's obviously in a good spot. Um, we have to keep him there. He has to stay there. It's the, now he's still got a lot of growth, a lot of areas for me to improve. But you know, he's he's really grown in you know, the defensive side of his game. But also, you know, you look at his link-up play for me; he's a little bit cleaner. He's in, you know, his movement, he, the timing of it's you know good. So again, I think he's he's in a good spot, and you know, we have to keep him there. Speaking on a Wednesday lunchtime, you, you made a signing this week for, for the future. Is there any prospect of any further recruitment, um, if not for Friday before the end of the window? Yeah, hopefully. I'd, not close with anyone. <laughs> I keep saying that most most uh, most times we meet, right? But we're not we're not massively close with anyone at the moment. We're we're still working hard to try and do something. But again, I think it's uh, like I say, nothing's imminent. If the signing weren't to happen, are you happy with the squad that you've got? Yeah, I think that we, we said it probably about six eight weeks ago, didn't we? When we get people back fit, they'll feel you know feel a little bit like new signings. You know, Ross coming back, it's coming and had terrific impact. Um, you know, Naki's come back and forced Tommy to raise his level. And I thought Naki, when he came in against West Ham, was excellent for 30 minutes. So again, we've got we've got those. Uh, I definitely think in terms of where the squad's at, we've we've got healthy competition. We've got you know decent depth. You know, look at the bench at the weekend and the changes we could make. You know, I thought we 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 had real good depth. Um, but ideally, we'd, we'd we'd try to add another one. Um, but again, I think it's I've, I've always said it from day one. It's about adding the right one. Yeah. How's Rob getting on? I know he's I think he's back on the grass. How close is he to a return? Yeah, he's, he's he's not a million miles away. To be fair, um, so he's yeah. In the next in the next couple of weeks, he'll be available for selection. So it's it's now because of obviously the the period of time he missed. It's just building up that that you know that chronic load that they call it. I think it's just getting you know getting volume into him now, so he can do a huge amount of work. And then uh, yeah, he'll be, he'll be available in the next couple of weeks. And forgive me, but um, what with MK Dons and Oxford, is this the furthest you've reached as a coach in the the FA Cup? And um, how much are you enjoying a little bit of FA Cup fever at Ashton Gate? 
Yeah, no, it, it is. And yeah, the, the last round was special, I think, not only for me and you know my, my time at the, uh, here, but obviously against West Ham as well. So it's, it's something that will always live with me and hopefully we can go on better Friday. Thank you. Appreciate you can't necessarily see into the future, but are you anticipating this could go to deadline day then in terms of getting someone in? Possible, yeah. Possible. I think it's such a tough market January. It's so many moving pieces, so many deals are depending on other deals happening, you know, mainly due to there's no free agents. So sometimes free agents cause the knock-on effect. Whereas you know when you're more dependent on clubs letting people out or do you know what I mean? there's more people involved in the chain. So... Again, I think that brings different you know, time constraints. So it, it could, it could ultimately, yeah. Um, would you be able, because you talk about the, the, the strength of the squad and you'd like to add one more, what sort of attributes would that one have, ideally? It's a tough one because there's ideal what you'd like and then also there's the best of what you can get. So again, I think I've been quite clear. I've had some really good chats with Brian and Sean on that. Of what, of what I ideally like and what's available in the market and don't always line up. So again, I think you know, it, for me, it's a. I still think we need to, you know, I'm happy with what we got attacking wise. But again, I think in terms of having having an extra player that can have impact in that area of the pitch would would only complement what we've got already and support us. So again, I think it's there, and then it's a case of, you know, only who's the best one that we can get to do that. I'm going to little bit hypothetical, and maybe ridiculous question, but obviously you've got players that you or types that you're looking at but such is the way the market works there could be someone that comes from completely left field that you have you you haven't been tracking haven't necessarily been looking at but is of a tempting prospect is that something you go for or are you kind of set with what you've got and if that doesn't happen that doesn't happen i'm quite flexible and adaptable i think that uh, I think when you when you look at it, we've you know made certain tweaks already in terms of we can we can make tweaks to the team. I don't think we're that rigid. Where you know what I mean, I think we can play wide players wide, or we can play fullback wide and bring people inside the pitch. So I do think with how we work, we can be quite flexible and adaptable. I think it's our job then to get people in positions to bring their strength. So hence you see Twiney at the weekend coming inside the pitch, whereas you know when we've played before, or say Ross was giving us the width at the weekend before we had Sykesy out there, who's more of a winger than than Ross. So again, I think it. For me, that's why I think, you know, especially this time, I think there's a, a real strength in being flexible and adaptable. And if something comes left field that we think is going to improve what we've got already, then, yeah, then we'll be open to most things. Josh Stokes, did you work with him at Ipswich in any capacity? Yeah, I actually signed him as an eight-year-old, but a long, long time ago. Now. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. mad. In yeah, so yeah, it's only for a few months. It's small world. Football's a small industry, small world. Um, so again, obviously, new... Uh, Knew of him, knew of his character. Hoggy knew him reasonably well up until about 11 or 12. So none of us have kind of stayed in touch really with him for the last sort of seven, eight years. But know him, know his family. Um, go back a long way. So again, in terms of being, you know, fascinating to obviously recently see his journey. And it's definitely someone that, you know, has got potential, um, you know, to score the goals he has at National League at the age he's at is quite rare. So again, I think, you know, we're really pleased to, you know, like Adam Murphy, have someone come in that we think, you know, is, is going to, you know, push and, Help us for the, you know, the, hopefully the short, medium, and long term. The, the I appreciate he's very young. Appreciate it's a fairly long time ago. But was there? Did did you, did he stand out in any capacity when you were kind of working with that age group, or was he? Yeah, it's tough. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It, it was under eight, under nine, I think. And then I moved up, and he. I think Huggy then worked with him. I think you know you speak with Huggy, probably worked more with him than I did. But I think you. Huggy, I said, stopped working with him at 11 or 12. And even now, Huggy, the one thing that Huggy remembers is, is just his tenacity and his character. 
which again, I think, you know, for the culture we want, for, for what we expect, you know, someone that's honest, that's hardworking, that's, you know, desperate to improve, you know, really driven, he, he ticks all those boxes. So, you know, that gives him a chance of learning and progressing. So they're, they're the bits that, that Hoggy probably more than me remembers about him um, and that he's going to need in terms of when he comes in. Uh, you touched on him there, we are talking about the sort of the makeup of the team. Um, is, is Mark Sykes in contention to come back on Friday? No. He's, okay. So is that because he was having the scans last week? So is that? Yeah, it's okay. He's got he's, he's got another just another like a final stage one uh, Thursday tomorrow, and then once that's cleared, then it, it can really be ramped up his work there. And then, like I said, he's probably two weeks away as well. Okay. Um, is there any update on Cal at all? No, he's actually back out on the grass this week, but he's obviously a little bit further behind the lads. So it's a lot more controlled the work he's doing outside. So. And again, a little bit with Cal, it's hard to put time frames on it purely from the fact that you have to see how he responds and reacts because he's still in the early stages. Uh, we're going to hear from Taylor in a bit. Um, his deal was obviously brought forward um, in terms of making him a, a, a full-time Bristol City player. He was considering himself that, obviously. But I just wondered, kind of, uh, I get the kind of financials all aligned with Andy moving on as well, but what kind was, was there a drive from you as well to get that done? Or were you kind of happy to wait to the summer? Like, how did, how did it come about in that regard? Yeah, it, it was a collective. It was something that obviously we were in dialogue with, with you know West Brom about certain bits, and it was you know I, I think in terms of certain aspects of the deal, but also I think in terms of you know when you've got someone that's you know in your team and performing like Tails has been, and you get to know them you know extremely well. Um, you know, kind of why wait when it when it fits everybody ultimately? So. I've uh, been really pleased with Tails, you know, I think in terms of he's he's still got a lot more to come, a lot of development left, um, but at the same point he's having impact in the short term now, so really, really pleased that we could get that done and, you know, he's someone I look forward to working with for longer. How do you kind of see him as a as a midfield player? Because um, he's he's played deeper, he's played, he was almost one of, he was one of the two tens, wasn't he? Yeah, so, I mean, you're going to probably say both, but... <laughs> <laughs> Good cop out. Yeah, where, um, you know, where, how, how do you kind of see him as a midfielder? As a pro, in terms of profiling him, yeah, I, th- I think he's he's able to. He's obviously shown he can play both roles, which is uh, it's good for us in terms of it gives us another option. Um, but I also think it's probably they're more looking at his qualities and his strength. I think you know he's quite clear his you know his main bits are his bravery to take the ball and the quality he's got on the ball. So again, I think that whether he does it low or high, or you know eventually, I think you know when we come do more work on the grass, how do we release our deeper midfielders to join in slightly higher at bits that we can look to do. And he obviously fits the quality where, you know, I, th- I think he's someone that should be chipping in, you know, four or five goals per season, um, which I think he's only that in his career to date. So it's what excites me in that the work that we can do with him is, is someone that I expect, you know, over time to, to have greater impact in the final third. Because th- there was the chance at Preston where he kind of, it was Joe on the tackle, wasn't it? He burst through and he could have played at the Tommy, but he went himself. That's obviously, I appreciate obviously with hindsight, maybe you think he could have played at the Tommy because efficient all that but the fact he did that that shows a certain goal scoring desire and instinct that he's got within him then yeah, yeah I mean I used him back to the middles for a goal I think to other games where you know he's had numerous shots from the edge of the box you know there was a, uh, there was a game at home it wasn't that long ago where he comes in his right side forces a save um, I think he, he's got that where he can join and he can obviously drive forward with the ball um, so again when I look at it in terms of his, his, his I wouldn't see him pigeonhole him as a defensive midfielder. He's actually someone that can play deeper and link play, but then also join in high up the pitch. So, yeah, thanks for bringing up Preston again. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'll pivot to a positive. Cam's, Cam Pring's been very good. Um, he certainly stood out 
um, as an individual on the pitch, obviously playing within the team framework as well, on both sides of the ball. Uh, have you done any specific work with him at all? No, do you know what? He's actually one we've left a little bit, to be fair. I think in terms of he's, he's actually, uh, I, mean, really, I, I thought he was excellent at the weekend, to be fair. I thought it was probably the best he's played since we've been here. I thought in terms of you know, both ends of the pitch, the, how he pressed, you, know, you really saw his physical attributes there and you know, the duels that he had. But I also thought he was cleaner with the ball, which again, I think is something that he's done well, but we also need to work at in terms of the, you know, the, the basics, especially. Um, defends the back post really well. Uh, was definitely one that jumped back to the West Ham game. He, you know, there was a couple where he's arrived and cleared it. Um, and I, I think he's one that we've kind of left a little bit to kind of, you know, feel it and see how he deals with the changes, you know, in game and the systems. And there's little bits on the grass, obviously, in little chats, but we haven't rammed, you know, loads of information down his throat. He's he's good in the air because the the, the sort of the diagonal out to that side of the pitch. Is that deliberate in terms of looking for him in the air, which the goal came from? A pre- I don't know if that was premeditated from Max to pick him out, but that that seems to be a tactic, a tactical ploy of sorts, which is credit to him because there can be there's not too many left backs that you kind of look airily for. Yeah, and we can do it the other side of the Ross. That's the, the advantage I think of them too. Um, it, even away at West Ham, if you remember, there was a couple where uh, you know he's gone and dominated airily, and he left him on the deck. Yes, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely something we've spoken about. It's definitely something that we've been through. Um, you know, we've animated in terms of it, it gives you a terrific out. So rather than having a winger high and wide, you know, having him that, as an outlet that, you know, you can release onto is, you know, uh, a real big thing. And there was one at the second half as well at the weekend where we hit Ross and he's flicked it and night, he gets in down the side. So it's, you know, it's, it's really good out balls is being able to play those if needed. And, and in terms of Cam, kind of what next? Where, 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 where would you kind of like to see improvement from him? Top third for me. I think that in terms of you know is whether it be the decision or whether it be the execution of the cross. I think he gets you know into some great areas, and then it's that final bit whether you know if there's no one in the box or there's one arriving, then maybe you know hook out and start again or continue dribbling, or if you know uh, if they're in there, then the quality to pick them out because again I think he gets in does tremendously well against some fantastic areas, and then it's you know get the rewards at the end of it. 